Welcome to the Collected Gamers Podcast. Today is Sunday, April 16th. This is episode 191. I am Tony. And I am Dennis. We're back. Uh, I think we got a little bit of light news. Light news. Light news, which isn't too surprising because we came off of like the biggest news dump of newsy dumps, when it came to pinball at least. Well, and his, and TPF was an insanely huge news dump for pinball mm-hmm. compared to what TPF has even ever been in the past. There was just... It was insane the amount of stuff that occurred in that month of March. That is very unusual for pinball. And there's no way we could spread it out because it would have been weird to be all like, "Here, let's let's space out all the news yeah. that everyone knows about." Just hey, to- hey, hey guys, it's, like our, we- it's our third episode since TPF, and we're finally going to talk about GTF. Yeah, GTF. Hi. So, um, oh, real quick, uh, thank you, Nolan J, a new Patreon supporter at our basic level. We appreciate all the Patreons who have been supporting the show and continue to choose to support the show. And we're gonna. Th- put a little bonus thing up tony had an idea about if you want to explain it yeah uh we have uh seen both of us uh not together but have gone and seen uh multiple movies lately uh we both saw super mario brothers and D, so we're going to talk about it a little bit and put it out there for the people on patreon yep something totally unrelated to vi- well actually no you know there I are mean, video game, kinda, it, there are video game versions of super mario brothers obviously and dungeons and dragons and there's a pinball machine for dungeons and dragons and two pinball machines for super mario brothers so in fact it does kind of link but right we'll put that movie discussion in just as a as a patreon audio uh, at any level uh, again you know because we don't normally promise any particular items to individuals but we do like to uh, give things to those that have chosen to support the show. And in fact, I have a poll that we'll be talking about later in the pinball section that I did uh, to get some more feedback. I love the polling feature on Patreon. Yeah. It's actually, well, I mean, now that Facebook like doesn't have a good one, <laughs> this, it works so much better. Um, but what's been going on besides uh, seeing the, seeing the movies. Other than seeing the movies, uh, I have, uh, I know I've talked in the past that I did a big reread of the dark tower. Uh, and now I've gone and I've started doing a reread of something that's a bit, lighter than the dark tower uh, i have been rereading uh the old man's war series uh by john scalzi uh you know john scalzi because on a tpf last year i think 2022's tpf we listened uh to the audiobook of his novel red shirts yes um but that's uh uh he's he's one of my favorite current sci-fi writers uh, so I've been rereading that. Uh, I've been considering as well when I finish rereading that series, maybe doing. I don't know. I've got I've got a couple ideas out there I haven't decided on, but I, I'm cutting through the series pretty fast. Uh, other than that, I have been playing more um, Horizon Zero Dawn and more Jedi Outcast. Outcast. Yeah. 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 Something like yeah. Fallen fall Order. Fallen Order. Yeah. Fallen Jedi. Order. Yeah. But he isn't out. <clears throat> right. But Survivor, because Survivor comes out um, next week. So uh, I'm not going to get it right away. I never do. But uh, I've been playing more of Fallen Order and just looking into that. So, and of course, keeping up with all of the 
like the Mando and all that. Yes, yes. So it's uh, been very show heavy period right now up until the summer it really is. So yeah. I've been doing that. Uh, Tony came when he came by this morning. In fact, I was watching Hunters 2, which is the the uh, Nazi Hunters uh, fantasy show that Amazon does. I saw the first season years ago. I didn't realize there was going to be a season two until relatively recently, and I didn't know it did come out. So I'm enjoying that. And otherwise, uh, for me, it's been a lot of work stuff. We're we're now transitioning away from the legislative period to when I have a conference. So April is when the legislature is off for most of the month in Kansas, and they get to come back in May, and then they usually are out by by mid May, and no one really cares about that. But it gives me a window to do most of my conference planning. My main conference that I do, we call it our mid year meeting, is actually at the end of June, but I like to open it up at the start of May for registration. So I try and get it all arranged in April. And so I've been working on that. It's a lot less stressful than, I don't like conference planning, but it's a lot less stressful than legislative work. So so I'm just going along with that and otherwise mostly just watching shows. And I did want to bring up something before we move into the pinball section. And we talked about a few episodes ago, we, you know, we got that, that slew of uh, random, unknown, I should say, unknown Steam keys. And one of the ideas we really liked was uh, the submitted suggestion of giving those codes out to listeners that would be willing to kind of do a mini review. And so I figured, let's go ahead and do that. So if you are interested in a Steam code, email eclecticgamerspodcast at gmail.com. I don't know what game you're going to get. I'll give you a code as long as I still have some. And the condition for you emailing it is you are committing to emailing us. You don't have to send us an audio file. Just email back to eclecticgamerspodcast at gmail.com your summary of what the game is and the key thing, though, is to say whether you recommend or don't recommend that people buy it. That way it can get... And then we'll read those out. Right. Is the plan. And you don't have to like get it to us by the next episode or anything. Obviously, we can't make you do anything. <laughs> we, But think of that as the condition. And it's open open to anyone. Is If you're willing to give us a few sentences about what the game's like and whether you would recommend someone buy it or not for, you know, versus you getting it for free, that's how we'll give out... Uh, as many codes as I can and we'll see if we run out and if we don't we'll come up with something else we'll come up with something else to play some codes yep so speaking of codes this is the code for moving into the pinball section and as I noted in the intro there's just not a lot here so I'm gonna I'm gonna hit a few news items really really quickly just so people feel informed the first is a uh, big shock but uh, Stern has been building Foo Fighters and my understanding is currently they are building the limited edition models so a lot of people who have been ordering premiums I think you're on deck so you know everything seems to be going according to plan there no notable delays that I've heard about yay second item I didn't ask you about this ahead of time Tony because I figured you who cares I had to actually I saw a post on this on pin side and I finally went and looked at it but but home pen oh, okay man. okay home pen which did Thunderbirds and has more recently done the This is Spinal Tap Pinball, they have put out a trailer for Spinal Tap Pinball, finally. Uh, it's an odd choice. Are, are you familiar with it? Uh, we actually did have a conversation about it. When, when it first came out, it was in a group conversation with some oh, with okay. others. Okay, I forgot which I, I forgot which group group talked about it because it was the one where I was like, "Have you guys seen this?" And everybody's answer was, "No, I haven't. I saw it was out, but I haven't seen it yet." So it's, it was a minor. Co- it was oh, it is. It's it's bad. Yeah, I, it seems to be. If I were to give it, if I was to give it inspiration, I would say it was maybe inspired by the. 
like hypersexualized demolition man Williams style uh, thing that they used to do with you, know, you take the attractive woman and just let her like drape her over the pinball machine sort of yeah, approach. Yeah, it was very. But unlike that, there's not a single shot in the entire trailer that like lets you see the entire playfield. It's all occasional super close-ups of certain sections, and most of the time it's focusing on her face and her heart-shaped sunglasses. Yes. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. It is... I get it if you were trying to sell the sunglasses, because we saw a lot of those. Right. <laughs> we saw a lot of images of the sunglasses. Uh, it, the, it, the game, though. It, it, does, it feels like such like an attempted throwback to, like you said, the 70s, 80s type of... but. Here's the thing is that doesn't hit anymore and that does not lay out the way you think it would. And especially when you don't really show anything from the game that just makes it worse. Yeah. I, it, <laughs> it was a miss. I can't even say it was a miss for me. This is a miss of a trailer cause it doesn't convey the game at all. Right. So it's just objectively it's a miss, but uh, good luck to them, I guess. Um, next uh, American pinball. Okay. A lot of people, we didn't really note this in our review of our game of GTF that we played at mm-hmm. Texas, because I don't think we experienced it, but a lot of people have been finding that when they were shooting the tank, where the stand-ups that block the tank toy on GTF, that they were getting a lot of air balls, air balls that were hopping over the flippers and then draining straight down the middle. I heard some people discussing it while we were in, at TPF, mm-hmm. but I didn't experience right. it, so we, I didn't really talk about it. We didn't experience it, it in, our, in our gameplay. However, yes, a number of people have run into this issue or have seen it streamed, and apparently the problem is as the impacts were striking those stand-ups, they were getting bent back more and more, which then gave them an angle upwards, mm-hmm. which then resulted in the air balls. So American Pinball has announced they've, they've kind of declared this as a minor issue and that they are manufacturing a solution, like putting a backing plate behind you to reinforce the, which is, which is a solution to it. So anyway, they've, they've acknowledged that yes, this, this minor issue does happen and that they're, they're addressing it. So uh, they, I don't know if that fixes the game, but if you've not seen this minor issue happen before, um, how much playtest time was put on the game? You know, there, there are many questions, Tony, questions that may be need of answers, but we are not the ones to gather those. All we can do is say, you know, I've seen, this is a question that's come up on a, on a lot of things. Like remember the Demogorgon on Stranger mm-hmm. Things oh, yes. and how like no one could get the ball into the mouth of the monster thing because it, was just it was like it wasn't tested enough right or rush and how many iterations of scoop protector that they end up going with on the that that lower scoop it was like four versions of airbags trying to protect that scoop because it was just getting mangled right uh right away but their test didn't catch it so yeah i've come to find that maybe it's because they've moved away in this internet world of doing test location games that the, the, the situations, the sanitized situations of factory testing are such that they're really not coming up with all the real-world scenarios. Right, and I, I think that's a very valid point because the people who are testing in a factory test situation are also, for the most part, better players. So they're not getting 
so so games aren't necessarily getting beat up the way they do when you've got kids who are just sitting there smacking the uh, the flipper buttons or players who are more like myself who aren't great and will sit there and brick things from a weird angle because you're close to having the shot dialed in, but you're just not quite there. So you just, you just keep bricking the shot at a weird angle until it causes, until it bends something just a little bit out of place that somebody who has had better control than myself uh, would make be making the shots clean. So it's not as big of an issue. Mm-hmm. So it could be just a, Quality control testing issue that the testers are too quality. That's an interesting theory. Actually, there's a lot of logic to it. So, yeah, that could very well be in play. I agree. Uh, Last news item is uh, Spooky has uh, released new code for, you you know we're desperate for news. I never cover code updates because I think they are the (laughs) most. I saw it. I wanted it. I was like, oh, it's so bad. It's the most pointless thing because I have to think, what percentage of our (laughs) listeners own any given game that I'm going to give a code update on? And I think it's really small, like single digit percentages. So, (laughs) and that doesn't matter which game it is. I feel the same even talking about like a Godzilla code update. But anyway, so there's a code update uh, for Scooby-Doo, which adds a new multiball. And I think it's, the Scooby Snack Multi Ball. Thank you. The the trauma is coming back to me. Yeah, I can see it in your eyes. They're like bloodshot now, mm-hmm. and there's like like a twitch. You've got a you've got a slight twitch. Yeah, I had a I had a boss that had the eye twitch when he was getting upset, so we always knew when we were starting to trigger him. Yeah, it was really blatant, really blatant. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. Uh, Next up is, uh, before we move off, I want to do one final thing. This is the poll I mentioned uh, that I did with the patrons to Eclectic Gamers Podcast. So I asked them, because, you know, everything's about, you know, everything is a contest, Tony. Everything's about winning. That's what pinball is. It's about winning. Now, you don't beat the machine, but you're trying to beat your opponents that you play against. So I asked our, our Patreon members if they would please pick out of the seven games that we picked as our big seven. So Foo Fighters, Godfather, Queen, Final Resistance, Galactic Tank Force, Scooby-Doo, and Pulp Fiction, the seven kind of quote-unquote newish games. I mm-hmm. say newish because, you know, Queen and, and and Scooby were a little older, but for a lot of people, TPF was the first time they really had a chance to play them. And ask them not which game was their favorite, not which they were most look, looking forward to, but which game quote unquote won TPF. Just like how when we had E3, it was always like, which company won E3? Right. Well, which game won TPF? So we had 25 uh, patrons respond to the poll, and the results were as follows. The winner, with a, with a strong plurality at 40%, was Foo Fighters. Congratulations on being correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes. That was in alignment with what we thought was the best game of the show. So uh, number two at 28%, which isn't surprising to me, is Pulp Fiction, which I think was probably the surprise, quote unquote, hit of the show. Like if you didn't know anything going in, I think more more people seem to be excited about Pulp Fiction than anything else. So uh, third place was Jersey Jack's Godfather at 12%, which uh, I'm not too I'm not too surprised, Uh, you know. It's going for a very different strategy than everything else, right? It's the one where it's like, we've got the most LEDs, we've got the most ball path returns, and we also got the largest price tag. So, but you know, they made a lot of really positive changes. You know, like we talked about the, the flipper strength was there on Godfather, didn't feel mushy like a lot of JGPs did, and, and that it seemed like maybe you were getting more bang for your buck versus this than Toy Story. I so. just uh, need to refer back to the episode, but. 
I'm I'm pretty sure these are aligning exactly with my picks. Uh, yeah, not mine because you know obviously my my uh, my number two was was Final Resistance. Uh, speaking of Final Resistance, it tied at fourth with Galactic Tank Force, which does does not align with your picks. No, with eight percent. And then uh, Scooby Doo got four percent of the vote, and no one voted for Queen, which is understandable. Yeah, though I thought Queen was better than Scooby. I but mean, I also thought Queen was yeah. better than Galactic Tank Force. So, you know, it is what it is. But anyway, thank you, everyone who voted. And again, you can always become a Patreon member at patreon.com slash eclectic gamers podcast for as low as $1 a month. Um, last item before rumor corner in the pinball section, I thought we might have a, a, a really quick brief discussion. I don't see any reason to drag the episode on, but I kind of thought I asked this of someone else uh, 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 online and I was just thinking, you yeah, know, this could be a good topic for you and I to talk about. So obviously we've had this huge sort of metric ton of pinball just come out here in oh, yeah. March around in and around March. And so I just wanted to know, Tony, aside from Stern, because we know Stern has a production schedule that actually delivers. What companies do we think, if any, will get another game out this calendar year? So it has to be a company, obviously, that's already gotten a game out that we've basically of this list that we've spoken about. Do you think anyone puts out another other than Stern uh, that we've talked about, like Jersey Jack or Chicago Gaming or whatever, puts out another game this calendar year? So it has to be before the end of December. No, okay. I don't think anybody puts another game out this calendar year. I think if anybody does, it'll be super late. It'll be maybe some announcements super late in the year, possible. But I even then, I don't see anything an actual release this year. Okay. I think two of them will. Really? Yes. I think I think Multimorphic will. I do think they'll get another module out. Okay. It, 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 count, it, did, counts. it counts. It counts. Uh, okay. No, you are right there. I do agree with that. I, I'll i be honest. I just did, They didn't even cross my mind because I didn't think about a module. Okay. Well, it, and I do mean not like a third-party one. I mean, like, you like mean like a, a pull-up module module. Yeah, I think a, a new first-party game that has got a not-yet-revealed module, I do think that they will they will release it. I can see that because yeah. I'll be honest. I didn't even think okay. about them when I was thinking about so it. So that's one. And I do think that um, I'm going to go ahead. This is my more gambly pick. Hope Springs Eternal. Yeah. Well, and I think Jersey Jack will. I think late. I think you're right late in the year. I don't think it'll be the summer. I almost said them, but but I don't think it'll actually happen this year. I think we'll get announcements, but I don't think we'll see games. Okay. The reason why I'm picking them is, is twofold. One, the strategy that JJP has done, regardless of when they've been ready, every time they've dropped a game, they've had some immediately ready to ship, and I don't think they're going to deviate from that. So I think if they do an announcement, they will have like 50 or 100 or whatever built. So they'll actually be able to deliver right away. And kind of like with, with Multimorphic, they'll be able to, they can turn out a, a module much faster than they turn out systems and they right. don't have to sell systems to sell modules. So, um, and then I think even though I fully expect Godfather to perform better than Toy Story did because of the quote unquote new price model that they have, where there's no standard edition, everything's over. Ten thousand. Everything's at twelve thousand dollars or more. Right. I just don't think 
they're going to sell enough Godfathers to keep them busy for the rest of the calendar year. I think it's just too expensive. And because of that, they're going to have more incentive slash pressure to move to the next game and the next game and the next game to get a new theme that will move people. Now, will it be actually like Steve Ritchie's new game, for example? I don't know. But that's where I, I, I'm picking them. But I, I don't think the rest are going to get a second game out this year. Yeah. No, I, I can I can see where you're coming from. I can see where you're coming from on that argument. And I'd considered it myself. I just don't think it'll actually happen this calendar year. Mm-hmm. I may be wrong. I'm, I, I, I am highly confident JJP will have a new game by TPF next year. Okay. I, 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 w- I would put my confidence at that at over 90%. You don't think that they might try, though, to, to get it at Expo? They might, but I don't necessarily know that they have the capacity because they've tried to get games out more rapidly in the past. Yes. And they've always run into issues. They have. Uh, but I, you know, credit where credit is due, it is well under a full year. Uh, between Toy Story and Godfather, so it is. So that's where I'm. I'm, I'm coming, coming from. Like they might have finally, under their new leadership and all of that, they finally, I think, gotten to the point where. Plus, a lot of the supply chain issues aren't there anymore. Right. So, but I could very well be wrong. But what I'm not wrong about is that it's time for Rumor Corner. Okay, so this is the latest rumor that I've got. Another pinball company that we have not seen a game from at all ever. And I and here's the rumor as well. Not Turner Pinball and their Ninja Eclipse or whatever uh, is planning to actually launch their first game later this year. Who told you about the Eclectic Pinball Company? Mm. This is just that's supposed to be secret. We're going to be secret and safe. That's the motto. Keep it secret. Keep it safe. Uh, what would be our What would be our first game if we did a, a pinball theme? A pinball, yeah, a pinball I, machine. Like, what theme do you think we'd do? It depends upon how meta we wanted to get. Mm, I mean, if I, I mean, if we wanted to go with like a real license, or if you just wanted to be meta hilarious. Well, or, yeah, I mean, most people wanted to be basically uh, uh, kicked up better than somewhere between homebrew and 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 and, and like full up pro. I mean most companies do start original uh because it's not the right answer so they always do it uh and we'd probably be no different so we probably could do you know pinball the pinball like pinball we had talked pinball. about in the past you know, pinball so. drama yeah. the pinball machine that's right i mean it would it'd be a good uh, like proof of concept test to people yeah. you know to f- experience our build quality and everything but were you retained wasn't much of a rumor. oh man rumor corner the pinball machine. <laughs> I think I think the sound might grate on people if I just put that music on loop. <laughs> when the ball is in the plunger, it'll be the T two of plunger music. It would be so bad. I don't think I could own a T two because of that stupid we'd, beeping. We'd have to we, mm. we'd have to do some do do something evil like the the uh, the Paragon B Slayer pop. Because mm. it's rumor corner, so in one of the corners have a pop that's like oh. dangerous as yeah. as could be in the, in, the, in in a corner, something like that. Uh, that'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. 
Well, what's also interesting is uh, video games, because we're ready for the video game section, Tony. Video games are amazing, and there's much fun. And everything's even better because everybody has achievements now. So you get blooks, mm. blooks, 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 blooks. <clears throat> because video games have nothing but groups purchasing each other. It is being reported now that Sega is in talks to purchase Rovio, the makers of uh, Angry Birds, for a billion dollars. So are Angry Birds, like, is that still a good seller? I, apparently, hmm. I, I guess. I mean, there's still lots of Angry Birds games out there. I just don't know. I haven't played one in years. Is, uh, is Sony upset about this? That's... <laughs> That was my first thought when I read it. I was like, man, I wonder if Sony's going to file a restraining complaint that it'll make Sega too big. Yeah, Sega too big. <laughs> it's going to make Sega too important. We can't have Sega file a thing. To be humorous, it would be if Microsoft filed mm. an injunction yes. for it. Um, <laughs> Lord of the Rings Golem. I haven't heard about that in a long time. It's It was delayed it yes was i knew it was, yeah. I knew it was delayed uh they have made a new announcement that they have actually gone through and there is an option you can choose when you're setting up the game to play so that all of the elf voice lines are an actual tolkien elvish mm. you have to spend extra to get this premium edition to get access to it though. yes Got to pay those voice actors. You got you got to pay for the extra voice actors to talk in Elvish instead of just whatever <laughs> other shows of language yeah, it is. Just some normal language. <laughs> okay. It's only like an extra ten bucks, but yeah, I don't know. But, but do you really? It, it was listed as being a um, for for true Tolkien fans. It's the Patreon for Lord of the Rings <laughs> Golem. Yeah. I still don't know about that game. I mean, a a sneaky, sneaky golem based game. I, I, I don't know. It sounds sneaky. interesting, but but oh, but they did they did do, do the correct thing, and the special edition is the precious edition. <laughs> so. Um, Nintendo, mm. obviously Nintendo's huge in the news. Super do, Mario do, do, just do, do, came do. out. Bloom, like most successful video game movie ever. Yeah. What, last, a sho- what a shock. Yeah, no kidding. It's like, ooh. But most, it was also the largest animated opening now, or the second largest animated opening now. It's it's opening weekend was bigger than one of the, was than Frozen or Frozen 2, mm. or one of the Frozens. Peach. Peach, 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 and with this star, we're gonna rule. And if you want more of that, it'll be in the Patreon. Dennis is gonna sing the whole song. Peach, for us. peach, peach, peach. <laughs> uh, but Nintendo, uh, like many game developers uh, and companies, in March of 22, Nintendo pulled out of Russia. Right. Um, there are now reports that the head of Nintendo's Russian division, uh, who is currently, who's Basically, only job is to maintain legally required um, contractual and administrative stuff that they have to have. They're not Mm. selling games. They're not doing anything like that. Well, he is the head of a new company that he set up uh, called uh, 
Achivka? He uh, should have named it Das Vedonkey Kong. Oh, that would have been so good. That would have been good. Mm-hmm. But it's Achivka. And that company is importing new Nintendo games as a third-party importer into Russia. But that's not supposed to happen. That's not supposed to happen. And when Nintendo was asked about it, their response was that they have wound down all Russian operations except for those required by legal, contractual, and administrative requirements. And they've confirmed that they've been looking at uh, Achievka as a business partner to honor proceeding commitments to supply a repair and warranty service um, for existing products already in country. Uh, and when asked about them in, in, importing new products, they stated that they are aware that some companies are doing so, but they're not affiliated and have no involvement involvement in the parallel import activities. Well, how convenient for them. So we, the hmm. head of our Russian division is doing this, but we totally don't know it. We did not. I didn't know. Yeah. And because video games are short and sweet this week also, we're going to go ahead and end with summer games done quick. Oh, I do like that. Charity. They are. They're coming up shortly. Uh, starts Runs from the 28th of May to the 4th of June. Um, they haven't released their, they've released their schedule uh, now. Um, the schedule is... We'll see. It's interesting. There's a couple highlights in there I, I find humorous. Um, they're doing a Michael Jackson Moonwalker any percentage. Mm, oh, okay. Um, they're doing a Peggle Deluxe any percentage, which, okay. I mean, I remember playing a lot of Peggle when it first came out. It's yeah. kind of that arkanoidy bounce around. Yeah, I'm kind of, I mean, that one seems, I mean, I guess there's not a lot of RNG to that, so that's probably a pretty easy one. But That, that, would, that would be my thought. But they're doing Maniac Mansion, oh, any percentage. Okay. <laughs> the time estimate is eight minutes. Yeah. No, if you know what to do in Maniac Mansion, it can go very quickly. Yep. Uh, they're doing a Halo 3 Legendary I think run. I've seen them do that a few years ago. And they're gonna, there's a Final Fantasy IV Pixel remaster any percentage. Oh, okay. So that could be interesting. Mm. I, I, I like the Final Fantasy runs, even though they tend to take like an entire... They're like, we're going to do a Final Fantasy run. We'll start it at yeah. 10 p.m. and they'll get done around 8. I don't usually, yeah, watch all of those. I, 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 I watched all of 10. I watched... I, I, I stayed up all night once when they did 10 that included a blindfolded... Uh, section where they where they did a bonus thing where if they raised enough extra money uh, in the lead up to the final boss he would the guy would reorganize his inventory to whatever you need to reorganize your inf- inventory through but he would do it blindfolded and he did and it was kind of impressive. Uh, there's also a uh, Legend of Zelda run being looked at that includes a blindfolded segment so. Mm. I'm not sure what segment would be blindfolded for that, but that could be interesting. Uh, it is still going to be a partially online event, um, so hopefully they don't have the issues they ran up into with last uh, summer's yes, event. Yes, the cheater. The cheater, where uh, the gentleman was playing a video of him doing a speed run and faking holding the controller and doing the speed run while not actually be doing it. That people figured out because none of the sounds matched up yes. with the movies. Clicky, click, click. <laughs> yeah. That oops. oops. I was that, just trying to prove that uh, you know, the system is flawed and yeah. you know, do, 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 do. 
It's just for charity, man. Yeah, just for charity. Just, just do it the right way. I, I prefer it when they're in person. I like the couch. Yes, and, yeah, it, it's they are better in person. They're, they're better in person. So, um, nothing else really huge. Uh, the ongoing, nothing's really changed in the ongoing Microsoft and uh, Sony discussion, other than Microsoft is now running ads in the London tube about mm. the purchase. And Sony is angry because a game that was never said to be coming to uh, PlayStation, uh, uh, the the Red Wall, okay, uh, uh, th- coming from Bethesda, right? A Bethesda game was. Uh, it has come out that originally they'd been discussing doing a PS4 version, and they stopped developing it when they got bought out. And so now Sony's using that as the excuse of mm. see this just proves that they'll they'll just stop making Call of Duty for yes PlayStation yes the, all the proof yeah we know that they've said they'll do it for a decade they'll, they've guaranteed us a decade but that's not real it's all illusions we can't have them be we can't have them move from being the number three company in the world for video game production all the way up to being the number three company no. in the world for it's video too game. powerful too much power it's just too much power Unlimited for them to be number power. three <laughs> do it i don't know with a couple of the other purchases that have happened recently they might not even be number three anymore they, they, they might end up being a number four yeah it's tough to say because um um oh i can't remember the name of the company now uh out in Europe has made a bunch of big purchases, so they're up there with Tencent now, up mm. in the upper limits. Um, take two? No, not take two. The people who own take two. Oh, uh, is that Vivendi? Yeah, yeah. I think it's Vivendi. Okay. Or the people who own Vivendi. They're the mm. people who own. Um, the people who own Lord of the Rings now. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't, you know, I never really paid much attention to the parent companies involved in, in those various things. Is that is that the same company? Who owns Rockstar? Because Rockstar's not independent, is it? It's it's owned by someone, I think. Embracer Group. Okay, Embracer. So Embracer Group, I know we've talked about them yes, on the have. Yes, we have. Uh, Though I don't know if Embracer owns Rockstar. So. Embracer um, Group owns Nordic... They're the they're the parent of the Nordic group. Uh and they started out as kind of Nordic, but they have uh all of Amplifier, which includes a lot of small companies, uh all of Crystal Dynamics, uh Edos, uh all of Coffee Stain, uh all of Gearbox. All of the Saber Group, who makes a, who's a, I mean, that's Zen Studios, Tripwire, Snapshot, uh, Saber, all of Saber Interactive, um, all THQ Nordic, uh, Play On, uh, which includes Warhouse, Warhorse Studios, and and Flying Wild Hog and Deep Silver. Yeah, they've they've got a lot of large uh, companies. Uh, Deca Games, uh, Asmodi, which is a tabletop gaming group, and then they 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 own Dark Horse uh, Media, which is Dark Horse Comics and Dark Horse Entertainment, uh, and then they own all of Lord of the Rings and such. Now Middle Earth Enterprises, 
C seventy seven Entertainment, Bitwave Games, Clear River Games. They own a lot of people now. Yeah. Now Rockstar is owned by Take Two, uh, which Take Two owns Two K. So okay. So yeah. So they they those are the two big publishing labels that Take Two has. Take Two is the third largest publicly traded game company in Americas and Europe after Activision Blizzard and Electronic Arts in terms of the market cap. Right. Which, according to Wikipedia, is about thirteen billion U.S. dollars. Okay. Well, interesting. Yeah, because Embracer is more than just video games. Video right. games are only a small section mm-hmm. of. They are a conglomerate. Yeah. Of their group. So, but, yep, we'll see how that stuff all ends up breaking out over time. But for now. I guess that's it. That's everything. Yep. This one was fast. Yeah, well, there wasn't a lot of news, so it is what it is. But uh, for those that want to reach out to us, you can always email us, eclecticgamerspodcast at gmail.com. You can visit us at facebook.com slash eclecticgamerspodcast or support us on patreon.com slash eclecticgamerspodcast. We're available on Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram as eclectic underscore gamers. And uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks, and maybe there'll be more news. Maybe there won't be. We'll just have to wait and see. But until then, my name is Dennis. I'm Tony. And I'll talk to you all next time. See ya.